Drive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. Uh, here to provide you with your daily dose of rant. Going to be talking Yankees, Mets, Nets all played last night. Unfortunately, the Knicks had an off night playing tonight against the Chicago Bulls. So you can count me being back tomorrow. New episode of the rant. Going to be covering all... Uh, maybe the Nets aren't playing tonight. Whoever plays tonight, that's uh, I cover in this show... What happens in New York sports the night before? Give my little bit of analysis and thoughts on the game and how the teams are doing. Uh, so Yankees, Mets, Nets all played last night. Uh, before I get into that, just wanted to remind you all that you can catch this podcast along with all my others on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can access those via the link tree in my Instagram bio at these drive sports. Additionally, I am beginning to use TikTok, I will give, be giving you my lay of the day, aka parlay of the day. Yesterday, I that parlay that I uh, made on the account hit. I chose uh, Minnesota Timberwolves minus two, Brooklyn Nets minus five and a half, and the Milwaukee Bucks minus nine and a half. Uh, all three hit. I was actually a part of that bet last night. I placed it. So, I want some money. Hopefully, gonna you know keep on doing this every day. Not gonna guarantee that I'm gonna hit all three every single day. Maybe you only pick two out of the three that I you know that I offer. But just wanted to put that out there. If you want to follow me on TikTok for the lay of the day, uh, you can follow me and Strive Sports at at these Strive Sports on TikTok. Uh, trying to keep that name uh, the same throughout. Uh, obviously, the company's name Strive Sports. That's not available on Instagram or TikTok, so I put the in front. So if you're looking for me on Instagram or on TikTok, uh, it's at the Strive Sports. You could also access the TikTok uh, in the link tree. Go, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and one of the icons on the bottom is for TikTok. So going to be coming out with another uh, three-pick parlay today. Going to be focusing on NBA teams, uh, trying to expand what I'm doing right now. So. Hopefully you guys enjoy that and uh, stay tuned later for your daily lay of the day. Now getting back to the matter at hand, uh, going to start off by talking about my Yankees last night uh, and then going to go on talking about the two teams that I really care less about in the Mets and the Nets. But the Yankees uh, win last night against the Orioles after uh, losing that first game of the set on uh, Monday night. Uh, that making it two losses in a row, they break their losing streak, short losing streak that is, in a 5-1 win against the Baltimore Orioles. As I stated uh, yesterday, they were going up against a lefty in Zimmerman. So that is for that reason, the Yankees went with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, uh, 6, 7, 8, uh, until the 9-hitter. 1 through 8 was all righties. The 9-hitter was a lefty. Um, but nothing really, you know, my opinions on the Yankees have not changed. Uh, I was watching yesterday, um, at a bar and just seeing Aaron judge hit his home run and Higashioka hit his home run and Stanton hit his home run. It's just like, come on now. I mean, it, it's the same issues that we've ha been having in years past. It's just only going for the home run. Uh, not being able to get runners in by just getting base hits. I mean, Urshela is the only instance of this uh, yesterday. He actually had two RBIs uh, via the base hit. 
One of them was a sacrifice fly, something that the Yankees have rarely been able to do this year, a sacrifice fly. Maybe that's because we don't get runners to third base at all. Uh, that could be the main issue there. But uh, he then in the fourth inning singled, scored LeMahieu again for the second time. So Urshela at this point has his average uh, sitting at 267. Uh, you know, that's where around the around the area that Judge and LeMahieu are right now. Uh, so really not looking good for the lineup when Judge and LeMahieu are hitting in the 260s. Uh, you know, the best average in the lineup right now is Agashioka. He's hitting 320. Uh, he went two for four yesterday. But, uh, you know, a concern that's not just uh, about the Yankees. Hitting in the in baseball overall is down right now. I think that I saw that uh, average in, in the MLB in the month of April is like 230. It's like the lowest since the 70s or the 60s or something like that. So, uh, you know, and it's a question of uh, are the analytics right in saying that you should go for home runs and that you should uh, increase, uh, you know, go for a greater launch angle to try and drive the ball further. Um, it, it doesn't seem to be working right now around the major leagues. I mean, uh, as I just stated, 230 batting average in the month of April, worst in a whole bunch of decades. Um, but moving on from that, uh, obviously the Yankees hitting still struggling mightily. Um, you know, you look at the rest of the lineup guys stand and he hit a home run yesterday, but guess what? He's hitting two Oh five right now. Brad Gardner pinch hits for Aaron judge. For some reason, he's hitting one ninety four. uh, Glaber Torres hitting two twenty two. even though he went two for four yesterday, that goes to show, you know, how poor or you know just where exactly his batting average was before yesterday he had 500 yesterday and he got his average up to 222 so he's really not playing well Aaron Hicks 153 it went 0 for 4 last night Clint Frazier 132 he went 0 for 4 last night and uh we got Odor at 170 he went 1 for 3 I mean the lineup's still not doing the job we also traded Mike Taukman yesterday Really, that was a guy a couple of years ago. He he was an unsung hero. He came off the bench when we didn't have really anyone else, when we didn't have faith in Frazier, and we had a bunch of injuries, whether it be Stanton, Judge, uh, Gardner, whoever it may be. He came in, and he really performed uh, pretty pretty well. Uh, and he was a good guy, a good pinch runner. Uh, I thought he was a solid pinch hitter. You know, he was a good fielder. But parting ways, because... You know, I think that it was trying to show uh, a sign to the players on the team that uh, if you're not going to, you know, succeed, you are going to be gone. And uh, that may not be the news for the top guys, but maybe they're just hinting to Aaron Judge right now that if, if you don't bring us anything this year, you're not going to be back on the team next year. And I think that that really is a possibility. Uh, you know, he's not having the, he's not, I can't solely blame him for the Yankees issues. I mean, he has the uh, second best batting average on the team. Uh, looks like he has the highest on base percent, uh, second highest on base percentage on the team. Uh, Higashioka has the highest. He probably just has the highest because uh, he plays a little bit less than the other guys. But Aaron Judge, 385 on base percentage, 260. I can't even put all the blame on him, but it doesn't matter. He's got to be doing better than this. Uh, if he wants his big contract from the New York Yankees to stay here for his whole career, he, 260 hitter isn't going to do it for us. Um, and, he, and he's not you know, coming up in clutch situations at all either. 
Uh, I'll give it to him that last night with runner scoring position, he went one for two. Uh, but you look at a guy like Stan, 0 for two. LeMahieu, 0 for one. Those are two guys that were paying big time money. And we're seeing that after we paid them the big money, LeMahieu just got his big money, now not playing well. Stan hasn't really been a factor ever since we got him. So are we really going to give uh, our money to another another one of these guys that hasn't really proven us that much yet? I mean, if anything, I'll give it to LeMayu. He's proven it to us as his worth. Stan did not prove his worth at all. We just got him after his, his the best season of his career with the Marlins and uh, didn't really prove much before that and definitely hasn't proved anything after that, maybe except for the one series that he had against the Tampa Bay Rays. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we did a little bit better in runners in scoring position. At least we got them in scoring position, you know. Uh, we went 2 of 7. That's good for a 285 batting average. That's a little bit better, you know. Still, obviously, I'd like to see more uh, out of them. Uh, I'd like, to, you know, between when we're talking Stanton, LeMayu, and Hicks, we're talking 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position. Obviously, I want them to be better than that. Uh, seven runners left on base. I, I can't complain too much about it. I mean, at least they got, you know, they scored in some oppor- in some of the opportunities opportunities that they had with runners scoring position. Uh, Urshela actually went um, one for one with runners scoring position, and then he had the other RBI on uh, which he had a sack fly. So he really went two for two in my book. He got that runner home uh, in, in a situation in which the Yankees really haven't been able to this season, just getting a sack fly. Um, so I'll definitely give him credit for that there. And then when you look at the pitching, finally Kluber actually shows us something. He moves his ERA down after last night's start to four, one, five, six and two thirds, one earned run, only five Ks though, 96 pitches, a quality start for Corey Kluber. That's what we need. We need to see more of these quality starts and, uh, the bullpen wind up only pitching two and a third inning. Uh, that's, you know, that's exactly what you want to see. Only two pitchers pitched last night. It was Luizaga and then Lucky. Uh, you know, that, that, that's really what you want to see combined out of the bullpen. Luizaga pitched 28 pitches. Uh, Lucky pitched six. So 34 pitches out of the bullpen. Only two guys pitched, uh, uh, two in a third inning. That is exactly what you want to see out of the bullpen. We need to see more quality starts out of the, out of the starters. Uh, there is potential there. I mean, I like Kluber, you know, especially what he used to be in the past pitchers. Uh, you know, they even if when, when they lose velocity, they still figure out a way. I mean, look at guys like Andy Pettit, CC Sabath, you're talking about just Yankees. Um, guys that, you know, lost their velocity and found other ways to be good. You know, you got to work on your accuracy, on, on pinpointing corners, on movement, on your pitches. Uh, and I think that that's something that Corey Kluber has worked on and is going to continue to to grow into as the season goes on because he hasn't really pitched a lot over the over the past couple of years. So it was really nice to be able to see Corey Kluber get that quality start. Uh, some of the Yankees have had issues with, and they're going to need that. They're going to need their pitching to step up if their hitting is going to continue to struggle like this. I mean, we went up against the uh, against the Rays bullpen. They pitched, let's see, that is four innings, five and a third innings, I believe, and they only gave up one run, meaning uh, the starting pitcher gave up four runs in three and two-thirds, and then in like five and a third, we give up, we get only one run. Uh, not, you know, we have to be better than that, especially against the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles are not a good team. Uh, they probably aren't good in any aspect of the team. Uh, they have some good players hitting wise, you know. I'll give Mancini credit where credit's due. He's a good player. I like Mullins. Uh, you know, Mancini's not playing well right now, but 
really like him as a player. Obviously, came back from uh, from cancer, so hats off to him. Love him as a player. But overall, the team isn't good. They don't have good starting pitching. They don't have a good bullpen. We need to be doing more. We need to be taking advantage of this series that we have against the, against the Orioles. Uh, you know, obviously, we're playing them again tonight. So, gotta gotta continue winning. Uh, it's actually a four game set, so we actually go go on until Thursday. But uh, looking at tonight's matchup, we got Domingo Herman going up against Dean Kramer. Uh, shout out Dean Kramer for being the first Israeli uh, baseball player to make the major leagues. I believe that to be the case. Uh, shout out Domingo Herman uh, for nothing other than having a quality start last time he he pitched. Uh, hopefully he can do that again against the Orioles. Not a very good team. Uh, he's got his ERA at six two three. Definitely want to see some improvement on that. Uh, you know, the Yankees pitching is high potential in my opinion. When we're talking about Garrett Cole, obviously amazing. Jordan Montgomery, I like I like his potential a lot. Domingo Herman, Corey Kluber, Tyon. Maybe we saw a little bit of Davey Garcia the other day. I liked what he had, to, what he gave us uh, in his outing. Uh, and then obviously Severino coming back. So I really like the Yankees pitching and their bullpen. If their hitting can pull it together, uh, then, you know, I think that they could be legitimate contenders. But that's the issue. That's why I don't believe that they're going to be legitimate contenders. It's the same issues that they've had in years past in the playoffs. Nothing's changed. It's only going for home runs. Uh, if runners are on base, we're not trying to get base hits. We're not trying to beat the shift. Uh, we're trying. We're just trying to hit it over the shift, not you know beat the shift in a, in an area that they're leaving open for us. So it, it's really concerning for me. Uh, another concerning thing I think is that uh, we're right now we're not playing well at home. I mean we're four and seven at home right now, six and six on the road. That's concerning considering we have like the best hitters ballpark in all of baseball. Uh, so it seems like other teams taking advantage of that fact and our hitting isn't uh, definitely disappointing. Uh, I, I'll tell you, uh, when I was watching at, at this bar last night, I was not happy when I saw that judge home run. I literally didn't celebrate. I actually got mad. Uh, and then the Gashioko home run, same thing. And then guess what? Stan uh, adds on to that lead uh, with another home run in, in the seventh inning. So, uh, I was pretty upset with all those home runs. Uh, I mean, especially the fact that they were all solo home runs. Uh, it's frustrating. At least if you're going to hit a home run, get the runners on base. It goes to show the Yankees are not playing well offensively right now. I mean, you know, when I talk about the Mets, I mentioned that they're, you know, they're not driving runners in. They're not getting the clutch hits, but they're they're top ten in batting average and on base percentage. I'm pretty sure I'll confirm that. Once I get to, to ranting about them, but as of right now, the Yankees are 28th in batting average, 17th in on-base percentage, 28th in slugging percentage, and 27th in runs. That's extremely unlike uh, the Yankees. Usually their their slugging percentage is insanely high, leading the league in home runs. Maybe their batting average is a little more 15 to 10 range, not top 10, but on-base percentage, slugging percentage, and runs, the Yankees are always dominant in, and they're just not doing it this year. And then you look at the pitching. Uh, they're top 10 in basically almost category, almost every cat major category. Uh, ERA, they're sixth. Whip, they're fifth. Batting average against their eighth. Again, uh, they're 13th in quality starts, so it's they're starting to pick it up a little bit with that. But overall, obviously, I'm more concerned about the starting pitching than I'm about the bullpen. I think that both have amazing potential. Uh, 
You know, I think that the bullpen has higher potential than the starting pitching, but we need the starting pitching to solidify itself out there so we don't waste the bullpen too early on in the season and blow out all their arms, uh, which I think that uh, Girardi and Boone have done in years past. And I don't necessarily even blame them because I think that they're just, you know, getting word from up top from Brian Cashman and the analytics guys telling them what to do. So I can't blame Aaron Boone or Joe Girardi that much. Uh, but I like the potential of the starting pitching, the bullpen even more so. And that goes to show that uh, if the hitting does what it's supposed to do, then the Yankees can be, you know, as good as any team in this league. Uh, but it, it the, the issue is the guys on the team might not be good enough. They genuinely might not be as good as players on like the, the Dodgers or the Padres. Uh, so uh, time will tell, you know, we got to take advantage of games like teams like this in the Orioles and coming up against the Tigers. So good win last night. Would love to see more base hits instead of home runs. Uh, you know, that's not an, I haven't had this issue during the regular season in years, but uh, after seeing them, you know, constantly uh, not be able to hit in the playoffs, I'm done with seeing all these home runs. I want to see base hits as the main way the Yankees score. You know, obviously you could have a home run or two. I'm not going to, you know, complain, but I want to see more regular base hits. I'm not seeing enough of that coming from the Yankees, which is why it angers me when I see home runs, especially when they're solo home runs with no one on base. So start getting more runners on base, and hopefully the top of the lineup, uh, these guys, Judge and Sand, have been playing a little bit better recently. Hopefully they'll be able to, to, you know, bang you in, but... You know, as of right now, LeMayu not doing his job as a leadoff hitter, really. Last night he had a good game, 2 of 4, scored two runs, uh, but 262. Come on, DJ, we need we need a lot more out of you, uh, especially after just giving you this contract. So, good win for the Yanks last night, but, you know, still not 100% bought in. But definitely agree that they can be one of the best teams in the entire league if their hitting really steps up. The pitching has been playing well up to this point. Moving on to the Mets last night, they lose to the Boston Red Sox two to one. Red Sox moved to fifteen and nine on the season. They're seven and one on the road. That's pretty crazy. Uh, the pitching matchup was Garrett Richards against uh, against David Peterson. Uh, Garrett Richards seven innings pitch gets that quality start. Ten Ks moves his ERA down to four nine four. You know he he hasn't been playing well this year, Garrett Richards, and it just goes to show that the Mets are having the same issues as as the Yankees. I mean, their pitching is is pitching really well. They went they only let the Red Sox score two runs. Their David Peterson gave up both those runs in six innings pitch, so he still got a uh, a quality start out of that. Uh, but then the the Mets bullpen three innings pitched, uh, only giving up one hit, no earned runs. So uh, the Mets offense really didn't show up last night, and you know, not even there's no excuse even really because they didn't face a good pitcher. Uh, Garrett Richards is not a is not a you know an above average pitcher. If anything, he's just average. Uh, and it goes to show. I mean, it doesn't go to show because the Mets only scored one run last night. Uh, they only got three runners in scoring position the entirety of the game, uh, and they went one for three in in those opportunities. Um, I don't even see where where they scored that because their only run was uh, a McNeil home run. So I'm not sure where they are getting one for three. I, I don't think that they did go one for three. I think that they went zero for three. Um, yeah, I think ESPN messed up on that, 
But it seems like they left four runners on base. I mean, it was a pitching matchup. It was a pitcher's duel. But uh, it was really a pitcher's duel uh, with two pitchers that aren't so great. I mean, I honestly would probably give the edge to Peterson over uh, over Garrett Richards, even though Peterson has a higher, higher ERA. Uh, he also had the quality start, though. He has a 5.59 ERA. Uh, you know, both teams struggled offensively last night. Uh, but you, you can't really get on the Red Sox as much as the Mets and the Yankees for not showing up in one singular game. Maybe you at least they got the win. I mean, you know, if they if they lost two to one here and then they had to go up against, I'm not sure they're facing tonight. But if they were to have to go up against like uh, the likes of uh, Degrom or Stroman, I think that Degrom is pitching tonight. Uh, that would have been brutal for them to to lose two to one and then go up against Degrom and probably get shut out again. Uh, so. Uh, you know, shout out to the Red Sox for getting the job done, winning that game 2-1, uh, winning a close battle game. Uh, you know, they scored their they scored their game winning run in the uh, sixth inning. So you know, clutch hits, something that the Yankees and the Mets know very little about this year. Uh, in terms of hitting, you see the Red Sox tied in second uh, in terms of runs, first in batting average, third in on base percentage, first in slugging percentage. Uh, so. You know, you can't really, you can't get on them too much about one bad game. Uh, but it is concerning to see them not hit a, hit against David Peterson, and now they're going up against the ground. But this isn't even supposed to be about the Red Sox anyway. Getting back to the Mets, uh, still struggling offensively, as I said. I mean, if you look at the Red Sox pitching, it's really nothing special when you look at their their stats. Eleventh in ERA, uh, they only have twenty. They're twenty sixth in quality starts. Uh, 19th in whip, 19th in batting average against. The Mets weren't able to do a single thing last night. Uh, Lindor still hitting 212. Dom Smith 217. Uh, Conforto he's got it up to 233, but that's only because he went two for four last night. McNeil 196. He even hit a home run last night. He's still below the Mendoza line. Uh, and then Kevin Pillar he, he pinched. He didn't even pinch it. He played last night. He started. He's inning 120. That's terrible. Uh, you know, maybe they should have gotten George Springer, even though he's not playing right now. Would have been a, you know, a difference maker in terms of uh, being better than Kevin Pillar at least. <laughs> but um, the guys just aren't hitting right now, and it's crazy because the Yankees and the Mets are literally going through these same exact problems. They just cannot get runs in. Uh, and it's a real issue. I mean, the Mets are 30th in scoring runs. I believe they said the Yankees were 27th. It's crazy because the Mets are 7th in batting average, 6th in on-base percentage. Uh, it could be because they don't hit, get extra base hits or home runs. Um, they're sluggy. They're 25th in slugging percentage in the league. And they're literally last in the league in scoring runs. That's crazy. The fact that they're top 10 in on-base percentage and batting average. They're getting guys on base, but they just can't get those runners in. Uh, it's really crazy to see the Yankees having the same issues. Uh, you know, I think that both teams are maybe relying a little bit too much on the home run, trying to hit home runs in order to drive runs in. And that's just not the way to go. You got to start just going for regular base hits and, uh, you know, moving the runners around and, you know, next man up, uh, whoever's on deck, move them around the bases. And that's the way it's got to be, you know, not, not just one, one smack of the bat and go all around the bases and the next guy up with nobody on. Uh, that's not the way the game has been played throughout since its creation. I mean, 
that's how it's played now, but I think it has to change based on what we're seeing with the batting average in the league this month and the on-base and, you know, just everything. Everything is down in, in this month, and I don't know what it has to do with, but offenses are not looking good. Uh, Mets, Yankees having the same issues hitting-wise, getting driving runners in, scoring runs, but don't have the same issues in terms of pitching. Both teams have been uh, pretty dominant pitching-wise, uh, not focusing on one area. Mets have better starting pitching than the Yankees. The Yankees have a better bullpen than the Mets. Either way, it doesn't matter. They're both like a, it equals out because they're because they're equivalent. Uh, the Mets will probably end the season with more quality starts than the Yankees because uh, their rotation is better. But you know, neither team can score runs right now, and it's really crazy to see. It's very unlike New York sports. So, uh, hopefully, things turn around. Uh, DeGrom going for the Mets tonight. That's pretty exciting stuff if you're a Mets fan. I, I know people that are traveling like hundreds of miles just to come down to Flushing, see DeGrom pitch. I mean, last time he pitched uh, nine innings, complete game shutout. Uh, he, I think he went two for four, scored two runs, and like uh, had an RBI or something like that. So he's definitely one of the best shows to watch in the league. He deserves more credit than he's given. Uh, and I think I may even tune in to watch him tonight. Because I don't, you know, I don't get to watch Degrom nearly enough for being a guy that lives in New York. So very excited to be able to watch that tonight. Uh, and then we also got obviously Yankees continuing their series against the Orioles. Hopefully the Mets can pull out a win against the Red Sox since the Red Sox are leading uh, the AL East right now and uh, need the Mets to help out the Yankees a little bit. Uh, so we'll see how that goes tonight. Very confident in Degrom getting that win. Anyway, whether whether he has to do it himself, both hitting and pitching, or the team helps him out, gives him some run support, we'll see what happens. But uh, also, Yankees uh, need this win against the Orioles tonight. Last when I went to the game at the stadium, they pitched against, uh, they played against Dean Kremer. They kicked his ass, honestly. Uh, so I'm hoping that it happens again. And Domingo Herman gives us another quality start, shows us uh, his potential. You know, going back to when he was in. A Cy Young candidate before he got suspended. All right, moving my rant on to the Nets win last night against the Toronto Raptors. They win 116-103. to They avenged their loss uh, around a week ago in which uh, they did not have Kevin Durant. Uh, but Kevin Durant plays last night, uh, scores 17 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 of 7 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3. He definitely had some nice closing moments. I think he scored like 5 points in a row in the fourth quarter. Uh and then you look at the other guys. I mean, you know how much I love the other guys on the Nets, the role players. Jeff Green, 22 points, 8 of 16 shooting. Uh, Joe Harris, 16 points, 6 of 13 shooting. Kyrie Irving, they didn't even need him to show out last night. Not only 9 points on 3 of 13 shooting. Didn't even matter. Landry Shamit comes out strong, 14 points, 5 of 12. Blake Griffin, 17 points, 6 of 11. Mike James, who they've only had for a couple games. I didn't even know who he was last night. 11 points, 4 of 5. They got him from Russia, apparently. Uh, Tyler Johnson, I've been talking lately about how much I like him coming off the bench. 10 points, 3 of 6. So these role players are really just amazing for the Nets. The Nets didn't even miss a damn free throw last night. I mean, for goodness sakes. Uh, the Nets got out-rebounded. Um, I think that they, they did not get out-assisted, but they got out-rebounded. Uh, something that I'm personally think is an issue coming with the Nets. But again, there was no DeAndre last night. There was no uh, Nick Claxton last night. So two of their most important big men not playing last night. Uh, you know, it was a good win. I thought it was obvious uh, because they recently lost to the Raptors 
And that was without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant coming back, had 33 points in that first game that he had back. Uh, obviously wants to, you know, put his mark on, on the end of the season because he's been out for so much recently, for so long recently. Uh, so he, he was very efficient. Doesn't seem like uh, he's really slowed down at all, you know, from being injured, uh, coming back and then getting injured again. Five of seven, that's that's really phenomenal. Uh you know, I I also did even pick the Nets last night in my lay of the day, uh, my lay of the day, which you can watch on TikTok at the Strive Sports. Uh, the Nets minus five and a half, along with Timberwolves minus two and Bucks minus nine and a half. Those all hit three three on the night. Catch, tune in tonight or later in the day. I'll post on my Instagram story uh, my lay of the day for today. If you want to tune into TikTok to watch it. At these drive sports, feel free. Hopefully, I'll win you guys some money tonight again. Uh, but you know, good win for the Nets. Uh, I thought it was obvious uh, they played good defense as well without some of their most key players. No Luau Cavaro, no DeAndre Jordan, no Nick Claxton. Uh, still held the Raptors to under forty percent from both field goal percentage wise and three point percentage wise. Um, so overall, good effort. Uh, there's really not much to say because this should have been an easy win. I mean, the Raptors before this game were nine games below 500. Now they're 10. Uh, the Rap the, the Nets, I mean, are 22 games below, above 500. Uh, the one thing that I'm seeing is that maybe is a concern right now is that the Nets on the road this season are only 17 and 13. Yes, they've been missing guys throughout the season, whether it be Kyrie Irving, James Harden, or Kevin Durant. So that means that the role players probably had to play a big role, and the fact that they're even 17 and 13 on the road with always having a with you know mixing and matching different lineups and uh, how big of a role the role players had it is impressive. But it goes to show that the Nets do have a weakness. They're clearly better at home than they are on the road. Who knows? Maybe that's not the case when the big three are all on the court at the same time, which is uh, you know rarely has happened throughout this season. Uh, but I would if I was a Nets fan, I'd be concerned about. Uh, getting that home court advantage, sticking in that one seed. You know, they're the one seed right now by themselves. Sixers are behind them. So are the Bucks. So yeah, I would lock in on trying to get that one seed, not not sitting or resting your guys, uh, getting that home court advantage. It's going to be huge. There's going to be fans this year. There's going to be no bubble. It's, it's So it's going to be a different vibe than last year. Uh, I think that the Nets need to really try to get that home court advantage because uh, when it comes down to playing the Sixers or the Bucks, it might go down to seven games and that home court advantage could be huge when it comes down to it, uh, you know, and I think it confirms that the fact that the Nets are 17 and 13 on the road this season, you know, that goes to show that they are what 25 and seven on at home. So they're clearly way better at home than on the road. Uh, but great effort from the Nets last night. Good win. Hoping the Knicks can bring the same energy last night, uh, you know, tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they just lost last game against the Phoenix Suns in, you know, a tight, tight, closely contested matchup in which Chris Paul really ended us at the end. But Chicago Bulls trying to fight to get back into those playoff, get into a play-in spot. Uh, I think the Wizards are above them right now, sitting at the 10th seed. So let's completely wipe them out, uh, the Chicago Bulls. Let's not let teams like the Celtics, who lost last night to the Thunder, uh, or the Atlanta Hawks, who are missing Trey Young right now, you know, creep up and uh, go ahead of us in the standings. Let's stick at this four spot. Let's get home court for the first round. Let's do something that we never thought would would have happened. Uh, talking about the Knicks, 
so it's exciting stuff. Can't wait for the game tonight. Getting ourselves to hopefully 35 wins. That would be 14 games over what we uh, won last season. So really exciting times uh, to be a Knicks fan. As I say every single time I, I uh, do this podcast. But uh, that's all I got for my rant today. You can tune into this podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can access it via the link tree in my Instagram bio at These Drive Sports. You could also watch my daily lay of the days on TikTok. Uh, uh, you can search at These Drive Sports uh, and follow my account on TikTok. Uh, you could also access the TikTok via the link tree in the bio. Scroll all the way down; it's one of the widgets on the bottom. Uh, that's all I got for today about the Yankees, Mets, and Nets. Uh, Going to be back tomorrow talking. Yankees, Orioles, Mets, Red Sox with DeGrom on the hill. And then we also obviously got Knicks, Bulls. Can't wait to be back with you guys tomorrow. But for now, peace out. Benjamin Klein, see you boys tomorrow. And girls.